Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Chicago Bulls fans, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage show. This is our playoff picture preview special episode. I am your host, Keith Cork, uh, and I am joined, of course, by my good buddy and co-host, Mr. Trey Hill. Trey, man, uh, well, first of all, a little little non-Bulls stuff. Did you, did you end up going to see the Batman? No, I did okay. not. Not yet. Right. Uh, we wanted to wait until we could get those fancy seats to like recline, oh, yeah. and they were they were all sold out. So we're waiting until the next couple days. Okay. No, no spoilers. spoilers. No spoilers. We won't talk about it. I wasn't going to spoil anything. I was just going to ask you how you felt about it. Give me. A well, little... how did you feel? You, I know you went and saw it. So how did you feel? If you're okay with me giving, you, want me to give you like a one through ten ranking here? Yeah, yeah, you can give me a spoiler-free review. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a solid 8.5. Uh, how about that? I'll give it an 8.5, which I'm a pretty tough critic, so that's actually a pretty good score. So, so there you go. That's uh, yeah. That's we know a, you, we know you're the grumpy old man. So an 8.5 from you, that's like a nine and a half, probably on. My that's side. probably yeah. It's probably nine and a half on on a regular, uh, you know, just a whatever run-of-the-mill uh, a-hole scale because uh, you know I'm just not, I'm not an a-hole, so. Uh, but no, it's okay. Uh, so anyways, go see the Batman. It's pretty awesome. But this is a Bulls, but obviously we'll get to talk to you a little, a little about Bulls here. Uh, listeners, please take a moment to go follow at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on Earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter. Go follow it now, ladies and gents. It's uh, It really is helping out here. A lot of uh, fantasy leagues are in their playoffs or nearing their playoffs. Uh, I've got three out of my six leagues are in the playoffs, and my fourth one's going to be entering the playoffs t- um, tomorrow. Uh, and then I've got a ro- a two more two more leagues that are roto leagues, so there is no playoffs, obviously. So you should be in playoff season now. Uh, really clutch to be following that on Twitter. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the fantasy pass, I suggest you do that next season. This season is too late. But anyways, uh, Bulls basketball. Uh, yeah, it, it, a few little tidbits here, Trey, that I want to cover here. Just a little bit of uh, news coming out of the Bulls org. Um, first off, 
a um, bit of news here about Nikola Vucevic. Going to be questionable versus the Sixers, uh, who we have tomorrow, with a right hamstring strain. That is a, if he doesn't go, that is going to be super tough. Am, am I wrong, Trey? <laughs> Embiid is a tough matchup for us anyway. Without Vucevic, I guess we'll really get to see what Tristan Thompson has to offer. Yeah, I would have to guess Tristan uh, moves into the starting lineup if Vooch can't go. Um, I don't mind Tristan on the defensive end. On the offensive end, it's very limited. I, I'm just there's just not enough size though, um, you know, even to go go up against Embiid because it just it takes more than one body. You can't stop him with just one body. Uh, Tristan Thompson or Vooch aren't going to do it uh, themselves. I'm actually I think I'm probably I would prefer Vooch to be in on the defensive end too, just because he's just so big and can bang with them. And I prefer to keep Embiid shooting outside. Do you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I think I agree with you there also. Losing Vooch for this game hurts more than losing him for just about any other team in the league. I think uh, you do have to take a long view approach here, obviously, Trey. And so I hope the Bulls, if he does have that hamstring strain, they let him sit out if he's really not able to go, just not feeling it in the warm-ups because uh, I'd rather take the L now and have him healthy here for the last, you know, uh, 15, 20 games uh, rather than, you know, have him play and then really hurt something, you know, and, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, we're down to center, and that's going to be terrible. So uh, I think you probably agree with that, right? 100%. We, I, I've said it, you know, numerous times on this podcast that Vucevic is kind of the most important guy on the Bulls because – he just unlocks everything else for every, you know, all the forwards, all the guards. So losing him for any extended amount of time would just be an absolute nightmare scenario for the Bulls right now. Going to be a tough game. Um, I really, I can't pick the Bulls at all to win that one. I hope they keep it competitive. That's about all I'm hoping for. Of course, I will be at work, so I'll be half watching. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a post game for you after that one. But the Bulls do have 18 games left uh, on the schedule. So, yeah, we'll take the L here we have to and hopefully he's healthy for the next 17 games and I, I think we can probably move on from that um 10 but speaking of the upcoming schedule trey 10 of the next 12 games for chicago bulls are on the road let alone against good teams uh you know obviously that includes the sixers that includes the cavaliers that includes the jazz the suns the raptors the bucks uh cavaliers again so uh, the other teams we can probably beat they're not so great but uh quite a few good teams in that mix and 10 out of 12 of them on the road. Bulls are sitting right now, Trey, at three and a half games behind first. They're in fourth place. But they are also only two and a half games above sixth at this moment. Uh, and that's the Cleveland Cavaliers that are six games behind the behind the Miami Heat, uh, who also the Cavaliers won tonight. Or they're on their way to winning, actually. I don't think they've even won yet. Let me see here. No, they have not won yet. So this will actually update. will actually be a little bit um, closer to them, actually. They'll be a half game closer to us. So... Uh, I know I mentioned this before, Trey. Do you think that the Bulls, uh, at this point, I guess I've got to ask the question, do you think that the Bulls could fall to the play-in if we end up, you know, dropping eight out of these next 12 games? No. <laughs> it's five, that'd be five and a half games at this point to fall that far back because Toronto would also have to pass us. I think the real question is, do the Bulls fall to that sixth matchup and then have to face one of the Heat, 76ers, or Bucks in the first round? To me, the Bulls, they really want to stay in that 4-5 matchup. 
and go against Boston. And I know Boston has been, you know, one of the best teams in the league right now. I was super high on them to start the season. It would be an absolute, you know, you know, just an absolute fight in the first round against that team. But I would still rather face the Celtics than any of those three teams, which we'll get into later. So to me, I can't see the Bulls falling all the way into the play. And I think worst case scenario, they fall to sixth. Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible, you know, before the end of the season that that, that it happens. I don't think it's likely. Um, I'm hoping, you know, the Bulls here are 15 to 15 uh, in their last 30 games. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's, that's on the road. I'm, I apologize. On the road, they're 15 15. In the last 10 games, they are 6 and 4. Um, so I had that a little bit mixed up. My bad. But uh, they are, uh, yeah, I could see them, you know, in the last 18 games, I could see it happening, but it's just it's just not likely. Uh, like you said, I think the goal here uh, to close out the season is to stay out of that sixth spot because then you're playing, like you said, Bucks, Sixers, or Heat. Probably the Bucks at this point. I don't. The Bucks just don't seem motivated in the regular season to me. I think they're just saving it for the postseason. I think that they're just a very good team. And they really don't think they really don't care who they play in the first round. So, uh, man, a first round playoff uh, against the Bucks that'd be awful. But we'll talk about that in a minute here. So um, it's just going to be a rough schedule coming up here. I, I, there's no, no two ways to cut it. It's going to be really tough. Um, I'm hoping we can save 50 percent or so, you know, in the win column. I think it's definitely doable. I think we can get wins against, you know, the Kings. We've got the Pistons uh, coming up. We've got the uh, the uh, Pelicans. And, the, and I think we can probably take the Cavs, actually, in both of the games, honestly, with them a little bit banged up. Uh, Darius Devin Garland. Booker will be back probably for the Phoenix game March yeah. 18th. But, you know, maybe he's a little rusty. Maybe we catch a break on that one. And Chris Paul will still be out, so that's a win. You know, we've got the New York Knicks coming up, the Wizards. So, you know, those are two games that the Bulls just absolutely need to win, even though they're on the road. And the Bulls are getting healthy. That's my next little bit of news here uh, for you, Trey. Billy Donovan said Alex Caruso will need to be checked out by doctor again before he's cleared for contact. Uh, no date set on Caruso, but Caruso, Lonzo Ball, and Patrick Williams all did individual non-contact work today. Uh, you love to see it. I saw some uh, uh, photos online of on Twitter of uh, Lonzo Ball doing some deadlifts. Uh, you know, again, love to see it. If these guys get healthy, man, there's just such a high ceiling for this team. We saw it to, to open the season. This team was just basically unstoppable. Uh, top five offense and and defense. Uh, I think it was like a top 10 offense, but whatever. We'll say top five offense and defense because they hadn't clicked on, on the offensive end just yet. And now that DeRozan's really rolling and, uh, you know, Levine's playing better. I think just, you know, again, sky's the limit here. Um, I think it's just such a wild card the Bulls are because – People, I think people, I, I think in general, Trey, and let me ask you this. Do you think, do you get the sense that people are sleeping on the Bulls because it's just been so long since they've been healthy? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, I think they they think of the Bulls as a, you know, a good story that got off to a hot start at the beginning of the season. But now that, you know, teams are focused on them, they're, they've kind of been exposed. When in reality, not only have teams, you know, 
paid attention to the Bulls. The Bulls have been getting teams' best shots in games because the Bulls have been kind of, at the beginning of the season, they were the Cinderella story. So not only are the Bulls getting the best shots from their opponents, but they're also down so many players. The combination of those two things, I think, is what really is uh, bringing them down. You, like, you see the Grizzlies lose to the Houston Rockets tonight. and I mean, the Rockets played a great game. They deserved to win, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But you have to think if the Grizzlies had, you know, come in with their A game from the start, that outcome might have been different. Yeah, you get up to play certain teams, you you don't get up to play other teams. Obviously, DeMar DeRozan getting a lot of, uh, you know, attention and justifiably so recently because of his just MVP, just an incredible hot stretch. People get out to play against teams like that and guys like that. So I do feel like we do get teams best punches. The other thing I'm going to mention here, Trey, is I think that teams have been beating the Bulls with, I, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but it's basically like a gimmick, right? It's There's a there's a formula for beating the Bulls. It's that pick and roll, putting Vooch in that pick and roll, and then just capitalizing on his uh, you know inability to really trap it. Uh, if you have a ball handler, I think that passes a certain margin of attacking the rim. Uh, you can just do like we saw John Morant go off for a career high against us. And that, you could have predicted that, honestly. Uh, it wasn't really surprising for me to see. So uh, teams just keep running that and beating the Bulls with that. And that's not going to be possible when we get Lonzo Ball back, when we get Crusoe back. It's just such a glaring weakness right now for this Bulls team, right? It is. And it's also one of the reasons I think Billy Donovan is attempting the Tristan Thompson Vucevic minutes together because you're right one way to fix to help fix that problem is to have Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso in the game because if they're the point of attack defenders on those pick and rolls their defense is so good they can get over those picks and just kind of stop it before it gets started but another way to to compensate for that on the defensive end if you don't have those point of attack defenders is to have that secondary backline rim protector and Thompson can do a great job of guarding a guy who's the corner three-point shooter, but being able to roam into the lane to challenge, you know, the guy on, you know, the guy coming off the pick and roll, getting downhill on Vucevic, because that's that's a lot to ask somebody that big to be that agile, whereas Tristan Thompson can come over with the, the weak side help and still be able to recover to his man in the corner. So I think that's that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to in the next few games is seeing how the this Vucevic Thompson pairing continues to develop. So we're sitting here uh, March sixth, Trey, and like I said, the Bulls have 18 games remaining. When do you think? Uh, well, first of all, who do you think comes back first? And second question is, when do you think we start seeing people come back for the Bulls? Do you think it's going to be like two weeks from now, week and a half from now? Three weeks from now, where where would you place it? I'm going to say that Alex Caruso comes back first, and he is going to come back in two weeks. Yeah. We have a home game against Toronto. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, it's probably Lonzo shortly after that. And then uh, I hope Patrick Williams can at least get back. We've got a nice one, two, three. We've got a five-game home stretch from March 31st to April 8th. Um, I'd like to at least have him back by then, so if nothing else, he can get you know some significant minutes down the run. Um, yeah, I like that. I think I think I'm right there with you, Trey, because I'm looking at the schedule now. Uh, players like to return from injuries at, in, during home games. Uh, it's just something we see all, quite often across the league. And like you said, we have that home game against the Raptors on March 21st, which is just about two I- weeks out. 
I think we might see Lonzo come back at New Orleans March 24th. You know, I think he might want to go play against his old team. I didn't know. I didn't see New Orleans until then, so that's the game I'm picking for Lonzo for my official pick. Yeah, I think I think it it will go that way though. I think it'll go uh, Crusoe, Lonzo, and then probably Patrick Williams to to finish it out there. I know we were talking about maybe Patrick Williams having him for like the last ten games here. So let me just see if we had him for the last ten games, he'd come back in that Pelicans game. I think he's probably going to be a little later than that uh, at this point because we haven't really gotten any other positive updates. It's just this is all guesswork. Obviously, there's nothing official here, nothing we've seen. This is just guessing, you know, just a guessing game at this point. But um, you know, following basketball so long, you do kind of get a series of positive positive updates and, and mile markers that you get in the news when people are coming back. So it's a good thing that we heard today. They're all in the gym doing non-contact work. Um, but obviously there's still a little ways away. So I think two weeks is probably a good, um, a good timeline on that. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think that Raptors game we'll probably see Caruso come back, maybe, maybe ball in the, in the Pelicans game, uh, or if not then, um, cause we are, they're all away games. Jeez. So at some point in that away game stretch, hopefully, uh, which ends with the Wizards on the 29th. Hopefully we see Lonzo by that point. And then Patrick Williams can probably come back, you know, in the last five, six games here at this point, which would put him back like March 31st, like the end of the month. Um, so I think that's probably like realistic on all three of those guys. And it's going to be good, man. I, I, you know, I'm hoping that's enough time for us to really hit our stride. Those last last six games, we've got the Clippers, uh, Heat, Bucks, Celtics. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Hornets, Timberwolves. So uh, none of them are easy, man. None of those are easy games. And um, let's see, four of them are home though. So that's the good part. We got four four games home in the home stretch. There, we're going to be jockeying for position here for playoffs. So uh, hopefully, you know, it's some good stuff and we get those guys acclimated. That's the biggest thing. Um, but real quick, guys, before we move on here, we're going to do our playoff pre picture preview here. But I want to let you guys know, but we have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, and that's Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you get when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit. Up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your prop hit, props hit. And the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. Go do it now. Um, so, you know, a little bit of a, a rose, rose-tinted glasses there, Trey, because obviously we're both high on this Bulls team when it's healthy. But uh, like we said, there is a possibility that these guys could slip to sixth or even lower than that. Honestly, it's possible. It's not probable, but it's possible. So with that in mind, let's look at the top 10, 11 teams here in the East and tell me, Trey, who is the team you would least like to see in the first round for the Chicago Bulls to face off against? Who's your most feared opponent there in the playoffs? The 76ers. Embiid and his size and his ability and, I think Harden it has a, a you know a chip on his shoulder, so to me Embiid I, and the 76ers would be the worst case scenario for me. Um, I I see that. I I still think I have to go with Giannis though. I just I've, after seeing Giannis just absolutely destroy us, we did a good job last game. Obviously, um, I like the addition of Tristan Thompson. I think we did a better job building that wall for Giannis. But we read his, uh, you know, stat line again, even though we said we did a good job and it was like 32 points and 16 rebounds or something. Just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I just think that when it gets to you know, playoffs, this guy's just an absolute different level. I think the Milwaukee Bucks in general are just kind of like a resting beast right now. And they're waiting for the playoffs to really unleash their full power. So I can see the Sixers. That's actually my second 
uh, biggest fear team, I think. It might, might the one I, I don't want to face, you know, second least, I would say. Um, but I'm still going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks, man, because, uh, you know, Middleton, Drew Holiday, Giannis, they all have size. Uh, Lonzo Ball is going to help against uh, Drew Holiday if he's healthy and, and can play. Um, Chris Middleton and Giannis, though, both those guys, I just don't know if we have the defenders to stop those guys from doing what they want to do. And on the defensive side, Trey, those guys are just incredible. And also, they got Brooke Lopez. You know, it's one guy you forget about, and he was really impactful for them in the playoffs last year. Hasn't played all season since the first game of the season, but he's starting to ramp up now and might be able to come back for the playoffs. So that's my pick for the for the uh, most feared. What what about your second most feared? Is that the Bucks? Yeah, I can't. I was gonna say I can't fault you for having them one because I had them two, and it's mm-hmm. they're right there, one and two. Embiid, it's just Embiid's size and our lack of size that had me rank them a little bit higher. Giannis, Giannis, I think, scares me more just, you know, if it was a blank slate. But given the team that we have constructed, it's why I went 76ers. Third for me is the Miami Heat. I think their defense is just suffocating the way they're able to just rotate. We saw it the other night when they just absolutely embarrassed us on national television. Um, I don't... I think we would have better success come playoff time, but I think it would still be a very difficult matchup for us, and I don't think we'd be favored. Yeah, Heat culture, baby. Um, they are always a scary team. Um, Bam Adebayo is, you know, if you're talking about length and size, giving you problems. I mean, he's a mid-range shooter, but there's no no, no one on our team that we have that can really contest that. I would say maybe maybe you could throw Tristan Thompson on him, and, and you know, if he's really a problem. Um, the good news is that Bam doesn't like go off for 40 points, so he's not like he's not that kind of explosive player. But uh, he's got he's efficiency. He's got efficiency on his side. Obviously, Jimmy Butler um, coming back home to Chicago and and just beating us up is going to be like something he's going to just absolutely love to do. So uh, so yeah, I, I I have the Heat the same way there, Trey. I think um, it's pretty easy to to put them third, but I think the next the next team I wouldn't want to see. I think I'm actually going to go uh, with the Toronto Raptors. I've said it all season that this is one of the teams that scares me the most uh, in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, I know they're sitting in seventh right now. They're in the play-in technically, but they're they're on their way up. They're, uh, let's see, well, they're four and six in the last ten. But, man, um, they've been playing well recently and winning games. And, you know, Pascal, everyone on their, on their team is like six, eight and can handle the rock and can shoot and can rebound. Um Bulls have a, a similar structure, honestly, except for Vucevic. So it does scare me a little bit. Um, Pascal uh, Siakam, uh, uh, Scotty Barnes, um, OG Ananobi, if he's back and healthy. Uh, obviously, Fred Van Vliet can go off at any any given night. Um, he doesn't scare me too much, though. He does it really inefficiently, honestly. Uh, I love Freddie Van, and I think he's got a lot of heart, but I don't think he's, like, the best player in the world. But, um, but just as a team – that especially on the defensive end, and we've talked about that before, Trey, getting deflections and getting their hands on, on loose balls. Uh, that is a really intimidating defense to play against. You mentioned dominant defense, but they have a guy in Fred Van Vliet who can't go off. I'm going to pick for my fourth team a team that has an excellent defense, and not one but two guys <laughs> who can go off in Tatum and Brown. I, I. It's not that I don't want to see the Celtics because I love facing the Celtics in the playoffs. Every time it's Bulls Celtics, it's a great matchup. But 
when I'm looking at the matchups that I like the least, the Celtics defense, what they've been able to do, especially, you know, these last couple months has been, you know, they're, they're a top five defense for a reason. And Tatum, I think he has more 50 point games than anyone else in like the last two years. He, he can just go off and they added white from the San Antonio Spurs, at the trade deadline. And he's just such a quick decision maker. And they've, he's kind of taken him and smart have kind of taken over a little bit more of the playmaking and the Celtics have just, they've turned into, you know, probably one of the five, seven best teams the last month in the, of the season. They are rolling right now. I can't, I can't deny that. Um, and they would be my next uh, on my list, obviously too, but, uh, I don't know, man. I just, I think he, I think you're right. I mean, I think Tatum and Brown, you, those are just two guys that you don't want to see in the playoffs in general, just because those guys can just absolutely destroy you any and given t- night. Tatum, like he's a couple inches shorter than Kevin Durant, but he's still like six ten. So unless we have Patrick Williams back and he's a hundred percent, I don't know that the Bulls even really have a body to throw at him. That's going to, you know, be an even decent matchup other than, you know, maybe even a Tristan Thompson, you know, the Derek Jones Jr. types. But to me, I just I think it would be a, a rough matchup for the Bulls. Uh, I think that would be an incredible series, though, especially if they're four or five. And, you know, I think it's going to be like the the series of the first round to watch. It's going to be a really exciting playoffs either way, because, you know, like there is literally less than 10 games to separate seventh place from first place. I mean, there's really just a lot of movement that can happen here over the next, uh, you know, 18 to 20 games, however many games these guys have left. And uh, it's just, it's just exciting, man. But I think that that, that matchup there with the Bulls and the Celtics might be the best one if it happens uh, for that first round. What do you think, Trey? Is that something people are going to want to tune into, especially after it's got obviously a, a shadow of 2009, the- right? The promotional videos they'd be able yeah. to do for that would be fantastic. I, I think that would be a great matchup for, for people to be able to tune into. There, the entire first round in the East is going to just be fantastic from top to bottom, though. Um, so I've got my four teams. My fifth team is the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I think they get kind of lost in the shuffle because they're sitting back in ninth place now. But Kevin Durant just came back after missing, what, six weeks, a month? Maybe some, you know, he was gone for a significant amount of time. And Kyrie Irving is getting ready to go from a part-time player to a full-time player by the time the playoffs roll around. So knowing that I'm going to get seven games of Kyrie, most likely, and I'm going to get seven games of Durant, not even factoring in Ben Simmons, I think the Brooklyn Nets would be the number five team for me. And if Ben Simmons comes back and is able to contribute at all, let alone at the level we, you know, have come to expect him to in the regular season, they might jump up, you know, a few spots higher on this list. So I've um, I've heard that before. Uh, it's been floating around, obviously, that Kyrie can play. I've seen conflicting reports. Have you seen anything new that's definitive that he's going to be able to play coming up here? The The mayor of New York and, like, the city council, they are looking into – getting rid of the man the the mandate that he is he is required to do mm-hmm. so uh he they're not going to make a special exception for Kyrie specifically he's the mayor has came out and said that but just as a whole um like Joe Biden he had the state of the union speech and part of his speech was we've got to get people back to work and all this 
And so part of that is letting people get back to work. And so there's there's a, been a groundswell of support in New York um, from both sides of the aisle to kind of get this done. So I don't know that it's going to be done in the next week, but I fully expect him to be back come playoff time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, unfortunate news. I hope, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. But uh, no, no, actually, I, I want to. I would, I would rather, uh, you know, obviously see a team at their full potential uh, and see the Bulls beat them than than beat a team that uh, is down and out. People, uh, you know, obviously you do what you do and and you play the team that you're given, and and there's not much else you can do. But uh, given a choice, I'd rather have Kyrie there so we can beat them anyways. Um, I don't have uh, the Nets there, though. I actually have – Trey, I've actually got the the Cavs above the Nets. I'm I'm not buying that the Nets – because they've got to get Ben Simmons back and acclimated too. And I just don't know – I think there's a potential there for them to have a really, really good team, obviously. Ben Simmons, especially on the defensive end, unlocks so much for them. But I just I need to see it first. So I've got the Cavs above them. Um, Cavs scare me a little bit just because uh, just because of the size. You know, you got Evan Mobley, you've got Laurie Markin, you've got uh, uh, Jared Allen, who did leave tonight's game because yeah, I think he strained his hamstring or something. So I'm sure he'll be back soon. But um, but yeah, all that size and obviously Darius Garland's the guy that lets them makes them go on the offensive end. Uh, and he's just a tough guy to guard too. So, um, they're having a great season, man. They've been struggling here a little bit recently. Uh, Darius Garland's been out for like the last, you know, six of the last eight games or something like that. So I'm not too concerned about their recent slide here. They're four and six over the last 10 also, but, um, but man, this up and coming team, man, I, again, this is we're now getting down on our list train. I think the Bulls can definitely decidedly beat them, but uh, they do scare me a little bit. How about you? They are sixth on my list. I have them ahead of the Raptors. They they're kind of the Raptors on steroids for me. They I fear them for the same reason I fear the Raptors. Mm-hmm. They have the, they have a bunch of size. They have a bunch of length. They do have a guy who can go off in a Darius Garland. Uh, Allen and Mobley are just absolute terrors on defense, and the Bulls have shown they've struggled with zone defenses from time to time, you know, during the regular season. And the Cavaliers are equipped better than any team to throw out a zone defense to kind of stifle the Bulls. So I think it would be a tough matchup for them. I think the Cavaliers uh, would be able to throw some things out there. Bickerstaff could really show his talent as a coach in that series, but I think they would, I think the Bulls would be able to beat them, but they are, you know, they are ahead of the Raptors on my list. Just Evan Mobley, you know, when he's your power forward and that's the kind of length you're going against, that's that's a massive obstacle to overcome. That's a fantastic point. I forgot about that because teams early in the season, they were playing zone on us regularly when we had uh, all of our starting you know, lineup back and all of our guys were healthy. Uh, it was something they were doing quite often. So uh, it's a fantastic point. And I think with that um, lineup, I think that's the thing. I actually tweeted this out earlier, Trey, and I, I don't know if you're going to laugh about this or, or agree with me. Uh, but I tweeted out that I was preemptively uh, feeling bad for Laurie Market and for being the scapegoat when the Cleveland Cavaliers bite the bullet, basically, in, in the postseason. I think he is the weak link there. Uh, I was actually watching a little bit of the Raptors uh, Cavs earlier tonight, which is what inspired me to tweet that because the Raptors were relentless in going after him on the offensive end. They were just finding him with Pascal Siakam and with uh, Scotty Barnes, whoever, whoever he was guarding, just going straight at him and taking him to the hole because, man, he is 
definitely the weakest link on the on the defensive side. So uh, I think the Bulls, like I said, I think they easily beat them because, like, you know, you got DeMar DeRozan, you've got Zach Levine, you've got Vucevic, who could all just destroy. Uh, if they're going to seek out Laurie Market and destroy him, all those guys are going to score on him easily, right? Yeah, 100%. That's kind of why I think we might see a zone more yeah. often, you know, come playoff time, because it is you have more days off, you have practice time, you have the ability to implement those zone concepts and the different kinds of things you want to do. It's it's a lot easier as a coach, you know, as your coaching staff to be able to run, throw some zone in when you have that kind of time to prep for it. Um, but yeah, he's given up points, uh, left and right. But speaking of giving, stop giving your personal information to your ISP on top of go overcharging. Your ISP is allowed to legally sell your browsing history to third party advertisers for a ton of cash. Take your privacy back with ExpressVPN. Head to our special promotional link at expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Yeah, it's hoopball. We are sports ethos. We used to be hoopball. So it's that still, uh, to get three bonus months on a 12 month subscription. It's super easy. Turning it on just takes one click and it works great with streaming services like Netflix or sports packages like League Pass 2. Once more, that's expressvpn.com slash hoopball. Grab those three bonus months right now. Just go do it. Pretty easy. Um, so uh, now we're basically uh, heading to our wish list here, Trey, because now we're out of the top. We've, we've covered the top seven teams at this point, I believe. Uh, both of us have. So now this is basically like, you know, if we were to cherry pick our number you know first round matchup and get the best possible matchup we get we've got the hornets we've got the uh well i haven't even mentioned the nets yet i think the nets uh are below the Cavs for me uh so i think i have them like seventh uh, i think we're at the in the list here so um and just to just to kind of go into that a little bit more uh again this is just about them adjusting to having ben simmons there uh, i'm not sure they do it. i i am a little worried personally about kevin durant's it injury history and just the miles that are on his body at this point in his career. Uh, and Kyrie, Kyrie's good. You know, I just feel like he's such a ball stopper on the offensive end. Sometimes he just likes to go out there and just pile on the rocks. So uh, it's just one of those teams, you know, I'm less scared than other, other teams. Other people are. So I just have him a little lower, but I think it's still going to be a tough series if they get him. But here we go. So we've got the Hornets, uh, Hawks and Wizards. Those are the last three of the top 11 teams here, Trey. Um, let me, let me do this. Let's reverse this out of those three. Who would you most like to play against? The Hornets. Mm. Tell me about they that. Have, they don't have size. Uh, the ball brothers, they've been, you know, they've been playing against each other forever. Uh, I, I think that we would match up well against them. And I, I think they would just be the easiest victory for us. Interesting. I um I'm gonna go because I absolutely uh, I, I'm definitely the hater over here on the Sports Ethos Chicago Bulls coverage show. I'm gonna go with the Wizards because uh I, everyone knows I hate them. Uh, but no, also because I I just I'm not scared of anybody on that team. I think the Hornets, same thing. I think I mean I think Terry Rozier has the ability to go off uh, on any given night. Lamelo Ball obviously just an incredible talent. Not necessarily a scorer though. So I do think that they're an easy matchup too, Trey. I think that's kind of splitting hairs at that point. So I don't disagree with you. Uh, I just personally think the Wizards. I I've never understood. I must have missed you say the Wizards. I I oh, thought yeah. we, I thought we were talking about a, a different third. T- I I must have oh. missed them. But yeah, I would say the Wizards over them. Yeah. Okay. There you go. No, it's a uh, yeah. No, no one on that team scares me. I don't think they are even interested in winning. So I don't think it, we could probably just eliminate. Them Beals honestly. out for the year, correct? Yeah. Beals out for the year. Yeah. Then um, yeah, it's yeah. The Wizards would. Uh, so the, it was thing, the Wizards, the Hornets, and who else did you say? Wizards, Hornets, and Hawks. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
No, but uh, the only thing that would maybe you know, throw, throw a wrench in that is if uh, Christoph Porzingis is back and he's healthy. Uh, you know, he can be a little bit of a, a trouble for the Bulls, I think. But he's not really a physical guy. Uh, doesn't scare me a whole lot. So um, I think the Bulls win against the Wizards easy if, if that somehow happens. If the Wizards can jump a few games here into the play-in and, and then win two elimination games. Um, yeah, that's a, that's wishful thinking. But I think the Hornets is a good call there. So let's talk about the Hawks because that's the only team we haven't talked about, Trey. I think the Bulls have the Hawks number. Uh, even though the Hawks beat us last game, you know, we definitely had a chance to win that one. Should have should have won that one. Uh, I'm easily picking the Bulls in a seven game series over the Hawks. I, I hope you're I hope you're agreeing with me there. <laughs> See, I I have I would rather play the Raptors than the Hawks because against the Raptors, I don't I think there are very few games where the Raptors are going to have the best player on the court. We could play the Hawks seven times and they could have the best player on the court six of the seven games with Trey Young and, you know, just how hot he can get, how he can take over a game. So for me, I, the Hawks would worry me a little bit just because Trey Young does seem to have, you know, a feel for the moment when it comes to the playoffs. He, he is an absolute monster offensive force. And when he's taking over a game, it, what can the, you know, you can play the best defense in the world. And when he's knocking down the shots, he's knocking down, drawing the fouls he's able to draw. That scares me more than Toronto's defense. They, you know that. So to me, I I think the Hawks are they're worrisome. I would, I think the Bulls are going to beat them in a seven game series, but I would, I would worry. The Hawks are playing better recently, um, but man, after seeing what Io did defensively against uh, Trey, you know, and we'll have Lonzo Ball back, we'll have Crusoe back. I'm Trey Young doesn't worry me, man. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and just do a little arm thing you know cold as cold as ice ice trade fella you're probably right i just <laughs> that's one of the uh, things like you hear other people say like it's one of the things if you want to have the best player in the series yeah well, you want to have the best guy on the court and that's like we're going to have the best guy on the court against the raptors we're going to have the best guy on the court against the hornets you know against the wizards but against the hawks i don't know well, out of the bottom three teams in the east you know that is my uh my last choice so i i do agree with you obviously on some level um, I just don't know, really like, it. well, I guess if John Collins is back, because I don't think John Collins has played, he didn't play in the last two games we played them, I don't believe. So, you know, we didn't really get a full look at them, but, uh, no, I, I just, I, I think they, they beat them easily. I don't, that team has struggled so much this year, especially on the defensive end, and the Bulls are just so offensively efficient at this point. Um, I just, it just doesn't scare me at all. <laughs> so this is assuming full health though. Obviously if the bulls are not healthy and they're like this, then it, I would be a little bit worried. Uh, so we're hoping that, you know, Lonzo Ball, Crusoe and Patrick Williams get back and, and they're good to go. So uh, any other thoughts on, on this playoff picture here, Trey, where, let me see, let me, uh, here we go. We're about, uh, we're 18 games out in like what a month or so until the end of the season. That's gotta be a little bit over a month, probably. Uh, give me your best guess. Where do the bulls end up? one through you know, 10 in the, in the rankings. I think they finished fifth. I think the Celtics end up jumping them. They're only a game. There's only a game difference there. And I'm sure the Celtics have an easier schedule and they've just been playing better basketball the last month of the season. So, well, I think the bulls are going to get healthy. I'm going to pick them obviously in the series against the Celtics, especially if they're healthy. I think the Celtics are going to be able to overtake them and the bulls finish fifth at the end of the year. It's a good call. 
Um, I actually, you know, looking at this, I, I have to agree with you because I'm, I'm going to be boring and, and just say, yeah, I, I I'm totally in step with you there. I think fifth is probably where they end up here. And I want to say, Trey, oh, man, I should have had this up here because I want to say that's where we both had them. Fourth or fifth, I can't remember where, in the standings when we did our um, standings uh, at the beginning of the season. I can't even remember what that's called. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to look it up. But I'm pretty sure that's where we had them uh, in our official standings, maybe sixth even, because um, I know we had the heat lower in our standings than, than what they are here. But, yeah, I'm looking at these standings here. I mean, I don't see the Bulls. The Bulls aren't going to catch the heat probably. Bulls aren't going to catch the Sixers, I don't think. The Sixers are just, you know, they've got Harden now. Um, so they've got their they've got their entire roster that has gotten them to this point, plus Harden. I mean, I just don't see the, the Sixers are probably going to go up in the standings, not down. Um, Bucks, I yeah, I don't think I think the Bucks are starting to play, are gonna start to, they're they're playing really well recently. They're six and four in the last time. Um, I think they're hitting their their stride here and they're playing playoff basketball already. And so I don't see them catching the Bucks. Uh, obviously Celtics, they've been hot. Um, they can be, they can run a little hot and cold. So maybe, maybe they can end up fourth above the Celtics, but I think you're right. I think I, if I were to put money on it, I'd put money on the Celtics beating us out in, in their uh, record here before the end of the season. So that leaves the rest of the league to catch us and beat us here. And I'm looking at the Cavs who have been struggling recently, look at the Raptors who, you know, have been struggling again. They I, like, I said, they're playing well, well recently, but now they're struggling the last 10 or so games. Uh, Hornets, no way. Nets, yeah, they still got a lot of stuff to figure out. And the Hawks, I mean, maybe very outside chance they are what eight and a half, seven and a half game. No, math is hard. Almost eight games behind us here. Seven and a half games behind us here. So yeah, I don't see that happening with the Bulls having 18 games left. And yeah, I don't see a plus eight happening there. So uh, so yeah, I think fifth is right. So we're in locks up there. Um, but that's going to do it for us, guys. That is just kind of a brief there playoff picture recap. We are going to go into more depth here and give you, you know, each possible matchup as we get closer. We're still 18 games away, obviously. So uh, maybe about 10, 12 games away, we'll start go ahead and break down, you know, hey, if we're playing the, uh, you know, Toronto Raptors in round one. Here's what we should look for, and here's how we beat them. So we'll give you a little bit of that. But uh, that's going to do it for us now. Quickly before we set off, I want to also remind you to use coupon code HoopBall20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at MyBookie.ag. Use code HoopBall on the third page of sign-up to unlock positive match bonuses there as well. But that's going to do it for us, Trey. You can find me on Twitter, fellas and ladies whoever's listening out there <laughs> you can find me on twitter at at bsbp keith and trey where can the people find you on twitter at final finally and follow the show guys at eat those bulls until next time go bulls when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code Program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.